Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, welcome back to another episode of Talking Halos. I am your host today, Jared Timms, and I'm joined alongside my co-host, my partner in crime, Nate Green. Nate, how you doing? I'm doing fantastic, Jared. How about yourself? Not doing too bad. Guys, just a heads up here. We This will be the last podcast until after the New Year. New Year. Take Christmas week off. We're going to take New Year's week off, because technically New Year's is on the end of the week. So the Monday after New Year's, what is that, like the third or the fourth, I think? The third? Second? Third. 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 Third sounds right. So the third is when we will be back. Uh, just you know, we got a little bit of rebranding, I guess, to do. We're gonna, we're just gonna hit the ground running on New Year's, and yeah, gonna have. Uh, I'm hoping we're gonna have everybody back on, to be honest, uh, and, and just get you know a different sense of Nate. I I love doing the podcast with you, but I think we give the same opinions sometimes, and I think we need to mix that up a little bit. Doesn't mean that. You know, I'm leaving or Nate's leaving or anything like that just means that, you know, we're going to try to get a different opinion and try to get, you know, a little better argument going per se. I don't know how that's going to go, but I, I, I we're going to take off the next two weeks. Um, hopefully baseball's back by then. If, if anything happens, if baseball's back, uh, we, we will we will podcast. I'll, I'll tell you guys that. Um, but if, you know, nothing happens, then expect us back on January the 3rd. So, Nate, as always, like to start this podcast off with a question. I'm getting torn apart on on Twitter for this question, but I think it's kind of interesting. So, who has a better chance at winning? Bryson DeChambeau in a home run derby against other major leaguers. Yes, the ball can be juiced, and he is hitting in Colorado. Or Shohei Otani at a long drive competition against other pro golfers. I'm going to go Otani. I think it's really, really hard to hit a baseball. And we've seen guys who claim to be really good at their sport, who actually are really good at their sport, like Giannis Antetokounmpo and and guys like that, they try and hit a baseball, and Giannis couldn't even hit it off a tee. So I'm going to go Otani. I think he has enough hand-eye coordination to be able to hit a ball off a tee very, very far. Um, Interesting, though. I don't know if he'd golf righty or lefty. Um, I, I, I know everyone's going to be like, oh, he, did, he definitely golf lefty because he hits lefty, but I actually golf right-handed. So um, that would be interesting to see what, what he would do, but I, I think he would have a better shot. I'll answer the righty-lefty thing for you because somebody messaged, sent it to as a reply. He's a righty, and he doesn't swing very hard. Does that change your, does that change your mind at all? No, not at all. I think uh, right-handed, left-handed is not that big of a deal to me. I think... Um, if he knows he's in a longest drive competition, he might swing it a little bit harder. Um, I don't know. I've just seen so many athletes from other sports swing a baseball bat, and it's just like, how are you an athlete? It, it's just, it's bad. So I, I think that Otani has a better shot. I'm um, I'm sorry. I'm kind of watching this video as we're doing this right now, and I, I'm kind of amazed at watching Shohei Otani swing a golf club. It's, it's a little different seeing him swing righty. Um, but nonetheless, I'll answer this question. I, I would love to see, I'd love to see DeChambeau hit a baseball or try to at least. I mean, that's a big man. I don't know. I mean, I'm sure everybody's seen him 
hit a golf ball before. Um, and I'd love to see, you know, show how Tani hit a golf ball. Uh, that would be a lot of fun, especially from the left side and just launch angle the absolute shit out of it. <laughs> you know, like just absolutely just that, that'd be a lot of fun. I, I just don't know, to be honest, this, this is kind of tough for me. Like if DeChambeau is playing or taking, you know, BP at, um, at Colorado with David Fletcher, he probably wins, right? I don't know. Fletch, Fletch probably hits a couple out. DeChambeau get it out of the net. That's that's true. Baseball's a tough sport. I'll, I'll tell you that. It's not as easy as it looks. I mean, even playing slow pitch, like I I get out there every once in a while with, with slow pitch, and that's that's not easy to hit that. I mean, sometimes it's easier to hit hit a baseball than hit slow pitch. So I, I don't know, man. Like I don't know. I just thought it was an interesting question. It killed a couple minutes for us. So, uh, guys, thanks so much for listening to this podcast. Like I said, again, we'll be back January the 3rd. That's Monday. Unless something big happens before then, baseball resumes, we get free agency, then we will be back. Um, guys, I mean, just forewarning, we're going to be recording with a lot of people uh, during the next two weeks or so. I'm hoping to get a lot, of, a lot of players on. I know it's over the holiday break, so it might not be the best of times, but we'll just kind of see how it goes. Um and yeah, thanks for listening to this podcast here, Talking Halos, making us the best podcast out there, uh, best Angels podcast out there. I truly do believe it. Uh, thanks for all the support. I hope everybody you know has a fantastic, fantastic Christmas, fantastic New Year's. Um, and guys, if you could subscribe to this podcast wherever you listen to it, leave us a review, whether it's good or bad. I promise I can handle it. People just keep bringing it back up that I that I'm actually a good host. I, I don't know what it is, but but yeah, you know so. Guys, do that for us. Uh, if you want to follow us, follow us on Twitter at Talking Halos. Uh, you can follow myself on Twitter at Jared underscore Tim's, and you can follow Nate at NateGreen34. So, Nate, let's get back to some fan mail, shall we? The first question, we only have three questions, and then we're going to get on to a little bit of talking fans. We have a fan that wanted to get on and, and talk a little bit of baseball with us, and I'm, I'm all for it. So, first question comes from Davey Neubauer. Uh, where do we where do we go to send mail to Artie so he knows the fans are pissed off? Nate, I, I think he already knows that. I don't I don't think we need to send any mail or anything like that. I think he knows the Angel fans are upset, and I think that's why he's uh, doing some of the things that he's doing. I think that's why he went and signed Noah Syndergaard, and you know I know a lot of Angel fans might not be happy with the signing. Um, where? We've talked about this multiple times. We don't hate Noah Syndergaard. We actually love Noah Syndergaard. It's the one year that pisses us off. But he, you know, that's why he's going out and getting pitching only, and you know, hasn't really gotten any offensive players. So I think um, he knows that people are pissed off, and I, I don't think he really cares, honestly. Yeah, no, I, I don't think so either. I think when you have uh, you're worth three billion dollars or something crazy like that, or he's probably worth more than that five billion, ten billion, whatever he's worth. I, I don't know what he he's a, excuse me exactly he's worth. I, I wouldn't care either to be honest. I, I just think that he wants to make as much money as humanly possible, and that's just kind of what an owner does. And and that is it is what it is. I mean, honestly, if you want to send you know mail to somebody and be mad at somebody be mad at the development staff the angels have had a lot of interesting you know young players that just haven't quite developed a lot of their first rounders that you know that are supposedly you know their first round picks they're supposed to pr- produce into something uh, they just haven't really so i mean if that's really the route you want to go don't be mad at Artie. i mean I, I actually i have a lot of interest like there's another question here about Artie too um 
kind of weird that our last three are going to be like this, or I guess the next one was kind of a comment, but yeah, I, I don't think you can really be that mad at Artie. He's out there spending money. Yes, he's the one who, you know, he already gets what Artie wants because he's the owner, but, you know, he's opening his checkbooks and he's the one authorizing these checks to players. And like you said, Syndergaard, we're not mad about Syndergaard. Like, Syndergaard's cool. I'm all for it. I like Syndergaard. We don't like the contract. We don't like the one-year deal. We thought that that could have been handled a little bit better, but, you know, so be it. Um, like I said, I'm not mad at Artie. I, I, I'm really not. As, as bad as that sounds, I know a lot of fans and such want to be mad at Artie. And, um, you know, that, that kind of is what it is. But, yeah, you know, you got to – the first-round picks got to be first-round picks at some point. You know, the players need to play. Um, and, and that's nothing against players, and I know that's probably going to be a bad take for a lot of people, but, you know, it, it kind of is what it is. Um, and just remember this, at the end of the day, Artie gets what Artie wants because he's the owner. You know, he, he can make that final decision. If he wants to go out there and veto a trade, you know, that's when you can be mad about him. Yeah, I'm that's I'm not all that happy about that vetoed trade, especially looking at the prospect that the Angels missed out on and Luis Renifo, who hasn't, you know, been the Luis Renifo that we saw in the minor leagues. You know, so that, that's when you can be mad. But, you know, Artie's opening up the wallets, and that's kind of what our next comment is about. This is from Landon. Landon, if you're listening to this, I swear I did not ghost you. I'll, in fact, I'm going to reply back to you right now <laughs> um, on our Talking uh, Halos account. But this is a long one, and you guys know that I suck at reading out loud. So it says, hey, dude, love the love the pod. I know you guys do questions sometimes. I didn't see a specific so- spot of where to submit one. So I wanted to preface this with an absolute with in no way care for or support Artie. this is kind of on that same you know guideline that we went through he says i don't get why angels fans are upset that he's not you know opening the checkbook because Artie is actually opening up the checkbook correct yes so you know as angels fans you know, that, that's the biggest misperception, in my opinion, is that Artie, you know, does not open up the checkbook. You look at a lot of the the big open checkbooks in the past uh, that Artie has, you know, signed, and that's Pujols, Hamilton, uh, C.J. Wilson, who actually was decent for the Angels as a pitcher. Um, and, I mean, Mike Trout, Shohei Otani's probably going to get paid. Uh, if it's by the Angels, I don't know, but Shohei Otani's going to get paid a lot of money. Uh and Artie, Artie opens up the checkbooks. He really, really does. It's just, you know, sometimes it's on a business standpoint. And I think a lot of people people forget about that, is that Artie is running a business here still. Um, and that that's kind of where it stands, right? I mean, I, I think that that's kind of, it's tough to, it's tough to separate those two as fans. And I understand that. I, I really do. Right, Nate? Yeah, I mean... The Angels have been in the top 10 in payroll, it feels like, for, I don't know, the last 8, 10 years now. And so the fact that people are upset about him not spending money is kind of um, interesting. It's I think it's he doesn't spend money wisely. I mean, I was I, I think you and I argued about this for, for months, about the, the Justin Upton contract extension. I was totally against it. I think you were, you know, on the fence about it. You didn't hate it, but you weren't like, yes, we're so excited about this. And I was like, no, this is one of the dumbest moves you can do. And, you know, so it, it's things like that where it's like, hey, let's give this guy a lot of money who's 
been one of the most streaky players in baseball history. Um, let's give this guy a lot of money, even though he's been really bad the last two years. Um, let's give this guy a lot of money, even though he's been hurt his whole career. It's just things like that. I think that you can be upset with Artie about the way he spends his money, but you can't be upset with him that he doesn't spend money because, you know, the angels are always up there in payroll. Are you Landon's burner account by chance? Like, is that you, Nate? Again, no. Um, <laughs> That's exactly. This is, this is like the third or fourth guy that you thought I, I had a burner account. So I, there's a lot of people out there with my uh, with my takes. I guess. <laughs> now he said Landon said the exact same thing as you, and I, I you know, I, I applaud him for that. You know, like I think we all kind of see it as as the same thing. It's not that you know he, he's not not opening the checkbooks. It's just where it kind of. It kind of lies um, in general, you know. I, I think that it's, and this is exactly what me and Nate have been talking about this entire off season. Is it's got to be for the right guy, you know? And at some point, that right at not some point, at some dollar figure, that right guy doesn't become the right guy. Like Max Scherzer is the right guy, but not at forty three million dollars, he isn't the right guy. You know, maybe thirty million dollars Scherzer is the right guy, but. Not even that for the Angels. I mean, I, I'm happy with what the Angels have done this offseason already. And, and you know, with opening, with spreading around the money a little bit more uh, than just going and getting Scherzer. Because that's what the Angels have done in the past. It's like, do you want Scherzer or do you want to go get a handful of guys that are going to be probably as good, if not better than Scherzer when it's all said and done? Like, who's going to have a better better year this year? Max Scherzer by himself? Or Rysel Iglesias, Aaron Loop, everybody at the Angels have signed this year. Because I'm not 100 percent sure on, on that answer yet. I mean, Max Scherzer could win the Cy Young and put up stupid numbers, and you might uh, be disagreeing. But I think that the money is a lot for Max, and the Angels weren't one pitcher away. They had so much holes, so many holes, excuse me, um, that it, it just didn't makes sense you know like the Yankees when they signed Garrett Cole they were one pitcher away from being a World Series team on paper the Angels were not one starting pitcher away from being a World Series team on paper yeah exactly the 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 point and exactly why it's tough for me to watch everybody complain when you know the Angels miss out on pitching because they're not one pitcher away like you can go out and sign Gosman that's 23 million dollars down the drain you know they're not they're not a Gosman away from being a a winner. You know, like Gosman makes them a little bit better, yeah. But I'd rather go, you know, distribute that twenty million dollars off to two or three players. I mean, you still need a backup catcher. Um, if a ball is hit the shortstop, there's nobody you know to field the ball at the moment. Uh, I mean, yes, there is, but you, you still need a shortstop, and and yes, you probably still need another pitcher or two. So, yeah, it, it's it's tough. Um, you know, Landon is kind of on the same track that we are on and you know i that was a you know a fantastic point that he brings up and again sorry landon if you're listening to this that i didn't get back to a little bit quicker um just been waiting for the right time to get to that and it felt like this was this was kind of the right time uh to kind of vent a little bit so last question here for us before we get on get on to our talking fans segment this actually comes from our talking fan uh, Christian at 21 bucks he asks do you think the angels are trying to operate like Cleveland where they build where they try to build up pitching from within the organization rather than provide multi-year deals 
to free agents. Nate, I know you love this route. I'm not a huge fan of it, but you explain. I would love for that to be the, the way that things work, but the Angels have to really draft pitching. It's not a it's not a one-year thing. It's If this is going to be the formula going forward, it's going to be a three-year process because you're going to have to hit on first-round pitchers for three-plus years for this to work, and you're probably going to have to hit on two of three second-round picks for pitchers um, for this to end up working out for you. Um, so I think this year it looks like it could be a success. So that would be one year. Um, I, I think that it, it needs to be another two years before you really are a Cleveland mold. I think it's the best way to do things, honestly, because as you're seeing, there's a lot of really good hitters still available. And typically hitters are willing to take, um, more money for less years, where pitchers are more likely to ask for years. Um, so that's something. And also, hitters, they really don't care where they sign. They are looking for a chance to win a World Series. Pitchers are a little bit more picky. They're, they have reasons why they sign with certain teams. Maybe they like uh, the ballpark. Maybe they like the, the coaching staff. Maybe they like... Um, the mound, maybe they like the atmosphere, maybe they like where they live. I don't know. It just feels like pitchers really take where they go very seriously. And from a hitter standpoint, it's like, yeah, you, you give me money, I'll sign. And I think that's the best case. And you've seen the Angels be able to go out and get hitting. And it's been really easy for them to go get those guys. So I think that that mode of operation would be really, really good for them. I just don't think that it's going to be something that's going to be, oh, hey, you know, we drafted pitchers for two years straight, and all of a sudden we're going to be Cleveland. Like, you can't expect that. And you also got to make sure that whoever's in charge of the pitchers really, really gets them locked in right away. It, it can't be one of those things where it's like, hey, he's good, but not quite good enough. And that's going to really kill the process of this. So it's going to be a development thing, which I know you mentioned earlier that they've not been good with. Um, so hopefully that changes, but it's also going to be a time thing. So I, I think that it's the best way going forward, um, especially when you look at it. Pitchers as well, they put a lot – they basically have so many bullets they can use in their career. And once they're 30, 31, they probably only have two, three years left of bullets – and they're trying to cash in on five, six-year deals. Hitters, some hitters can hit forever. You know, they might not be able to run for forever. They might not be able to play defense for forever. But some guys, like Mike Trout's going to be able to hit till he's 45. And if he wants to play till he's 45 or 50, like, I don't think anyone's going to be upset about it because he's just going to be able to hit. And that's why I think it's a little bit smarter to go out and get hitting because you can figure out how to put a lineup together with guys who can just hit. It's very hard to find pitchers that are going to take two-year deals and also be like top-notch pitchers because top-notch guys are going to want five, six, seven-year deals. I'm on the other side of the fence uh, that you are. You know, I like I like to see uh, hitters go get drafted. I think hitters are easier to develop, and with the Angels who haven't had a great deal of success developing any, you know 
any talent in the minor leagues. I think you really got to push towards the easier side, which is the the offensive side of things. Though we've seen it, and we're going to continue to see it. The Angels have uh, messed up a couple of hitters. So, uh, Christian, great question. Uh, I know you have one more, uh, and he wanted to know if after the Rule 5 draft, Mike Stefanik is still in a Salt Lake Bees uniform. I, I'll i say yes. I don't think he's going anywhere. I don't think he's getting picked up. I think he's a little bit too old uh, to get picked up in the Rule 5 draft. But then again, hey, uh, you never know, Christian. So uh, hold on tight because you're actually coming on Talking Fans right now. All right, guys. Welcome back to our first installment of the offseason. Dang, it's been a while of Talking Fans. I'm super excited to talk with our friend of the show here, Christian Asensio. Guys, don't hate on him. He's from L.A. He doesn't like the Dodgers. He's an Angels fan, but he lives pretty close to Dodger Stadium. Just learned that about him. Let's be fair, though. Dodger Stadium's pretty awesome. That's, that's all I got to say about that. But Christian, thanks for joining us, taking the time. I'm super excited to talk to you, our first talking fans of the offseason. Um, h- how you doing, my friend? And thanks again for coming on, dude. No problem. Thanks for having me, guys. I'm, I'm doing great. Um, a little bummed that we have a lockout. Not much, uh, you know, baseball news going on, but uh, definitely um, that's one thing to look forward to. But glad, glad to be here. Yeah, dude. Like I said, I'm excited. Um, if anybody else wants to come on, um, talking fans, you know, and and do this like Christian's doing, shoot us a message at talking attacking Halo. Shoot myself a message on Twitter if you don't follow me there. It's Jared underscore Tim's. Christian, plug yourself. Where can people follow you on Twitter? If if you have some good takes, you're you're gonna get followers on here. So um, so where can people follow you, man? Let's see. So yeah, on Twitter, I have um, my at is at underscore two one bucks, and then um, I have like another account. I kind of deleted the <laughs> first one and then made another one, but then I ended up keeping both. And the other ones, um, Bucky Bucky twenty one. Yeah, go follow him. Angels fans for Angels fans, you know, get everybody loves everybody. So go go give Christian a follow. Um, Cal Poly grad too. So if you got that Cal Poly Pomona connection, go do that with him. Um, so first, I, let's just get this right off the bat. I want you to grade the Angels off season. How have you liked it? Is it been good? Has it been bad? You know, I want to hear it all from you. Yeah. So. I guess when it comes to the off season, I think one of the biggest things was, um, you know, getting uh, Rysel Iglesias back. I think I think almost every Angels fan knows that the bullpen has always been one of our um, weak points. So just how well he did last year, and then um, being able to resign him, especially for you know um, four years to come, definitely is good for you know the future of the bullpen. And then, you know, signing along Aaron Loop, who had a really good year last year. And I think somebody that, you know, I noticed ever since he was with the Blue Jays, just because he always had kind of like a funky delivery, um, was always intriguing to me. So for him to be on the Angels is pretty cool. So you kind of have those two innings locked up um, when with signing them. And then, I mean, we you know, you can't can't complain when you're getting um, starting pitching. So definitely um, getting uh, Thor, getting uh, Syndergaard was you know, a big move. I was kind of surprised, especially for it to have happened so early. And, um, and then signing another two-way player who, you know, pretty pretty good pitcher and, uh, you know, pretty good bat in um, Lorenzen. So, but with all that said, I think on my end, it was more of, um, I guess it's kind of like the same thing, you know, the Angels always going after one-year deals, which kind of, uh, kind of always, you know, rubs, I think, every Angels fan the wrong way. Um, so for me, I kind of, 
graded a, a C plus, just mostly because of that one year deal. How the Angels are always hesitant to sign those deals, and um, just two. Uh, I guess with the two starting pitchers, you know, we still have to wait to see what they have to prove. So, and I, I think that's kind of one of the same things that Nate also um, touched on um, in previous episodes is how it's you know more one year deals, and I think it's just something that a lot of Angels fans want to see is multi year deals, especially when some of these guys are getting multi year deals that it's like. Yeah, that that felt doable. Like the John Gray one, I know that one is going to bother Jerry and I for a long time because it was a multi-year deal that we felt was actually payable and we weren't giving him $40 million like Scherzer or $30 million like Robbie Ray and things like that. So I think that's the thing that really rubs us the wrong way. Yeah, absolutely. I, I'm with you on that one. Um, kind of random question here as, as we're kind of doing this talking fans. Christian, for you, would you rather have? What, let's let's do the math here. What did let's let's go with Stephen Matz instead because I know he's making eleven million a year. Uh, would you rather have four Stephen Matz or one Max Scherzer, Christian? I don't remember like his stats off the top of my head. I think he did pretty. I think he did pretty good against the Angels when they went over to play against them, and I forget if it was Dunedin or it was probably Dunedin, but. For what the Angels need right now, I, I think I would, I would go with one Max Scherzer. Dang, that's a little interesting than what me and Nate always say. I, me and Nate, I, and I'm sorry, I'm taking the words out of your mouth here, Nate. We, I think we think that it should be a little more spread around. Like you look at four Stephen Matz type players per se at that 11 million dollar mark, and granted the Angels haven't hit on that 11 million dollar mark. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, when you look back at it, whether it's Joe Blanton, or all the way up now to an Alex Cobb, who was actually pretty good for the Angels last year, though he got hurt. I I, I think the depth is the big thing for the Angels. I, th- I think that you know that one Max Scherzer is super cool, um, but I don't know if they're at that at that point yet. You know that I don't I don't know though. You know, like I, I've been saying this for a while, and I think Nate kind of agrees with me here that if if an off season acquisition makes sense. It's probably the right move because Nate and I always think that, you know, the right move isn't, you know, the one that the Angels make. So maybe they're going to start making the right moves here um, pretty soon. So next question here for you, Christian, as we, you know, get moving here on this Talking Fans. And again, if anybody wants to join us for Talking Fans, um, shoot us a message wherever you're listening to it. Um, I want you to play GM. I want you to make the Angels a winning ball club. You don't have to trade Shohei Otani like me and Nate did. That's perfectly fine because I don't. We don't want you to get eaten alive like we did. But you know, I want you to make the Angels a winner. How would you do that this off season? I know that a lot of players are already off the board, but there are some trades you can make, and there are some uh, free agents still on the board. Carlos Correa, Trevor Story, if you're looking the shortstop route, um, and there's still some good pitching in there too. So, what would you do to make the Angels a winning ball club? Yeah, so I think for me, and it's kind of. Uh kind of a little I think something crazy that I don't know if it will happen but I think the one person out there that's still out there right now that I would want to get would probably be um Clayton Kershaw just because I mean you see how good of a pitcher he's been like throughout his entire career um with the Dodgers and I know being an Angels fan is kind of um, weird to say that or even if if it were to happen to imagine seeing him in anything but a Dodgers jersey would be really weird and especially to see him change it to an Angels jersey would be very weird. 
But, I mean, you just see what kind of guy he is and the kind of presence he has around the players, um, like the pitching staff with the Dodgers. So I think he would not only be, like, good just in terms of, you know, pitching, because I think he'd probably be the best pitcher if you plugged him into the current um, staff that the Angels have. But, I mean, he'd probably do a good job of molding a lot of the young guys because the Angels pitching staff is just full of young guys like, um, you know, Reed Detmers, um, Patrick Sandoval, and Jose Suarez, who are, you know, all very young lefties. And I think he'd have a, you know, a positive impact on them. And I don't think we've had anybody with as much of a, like, a fire in their game probably since Jared Weaver. And I think, you know, Clayton Kershaw would have that. So I think that's definitely something that the Angels need. And I think that's probably, uh, you know, something that should be addressed is having some sort of pitcher like that in their team. Absolutely, 100%. I, I'm with you on that. Uh, you bring up a good point, too, with uh, with the young lefties and Clayton Kershaw because I actually have given Reed Detmers the young Clayton Kershaw comp. That doesn't mean that Kershaw or that Detmers is going to be Kershaw, but they remind me a lot of each other at at this age of in their careers, though Kershaw was a high schooler and and such like that, but you know you got the big, yeah. the big loopy curveball. You have the the good slider. You got a little bit of a change up, and and of course they're both lefties that sit in the mid, you know, low to mid nineties. So you bring up a really good point there. I, I really like that. So um, I just got done talking him into that. Yes, yes, yeah, and Nate also did talk me into Clayton Kershaw in an Angels uniform. So you, uh, even though I don't think it'll ever happen, but it was still something I I was. On the board with. Yes. Uh, yeah. I'm with you on that. The, the only thing I can see is, because, um, I mean, the Dodgers didn't even extend him the qualifying offer, which was, I think, like $18.4 this year. So I think if the Angels can maybe swoop in and give him, like, an enticing deal, I think he could maybe see moving, especially if it's, you know, not too far. You know, just got to drive down the five freeway. So um, I think I think there could be some potential, but I know it's probably a long shot. Yeah, no, def- definitely a bit of a long shot for sure, but I'm all for it. I think that Kershaw helps out the the Angels in more ways than he can hurt them, even at whatever, even at, I mean, if you're giving him... 20, 25. Yeah, Verlander money, in a sense. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. I think that would probably be the best route to go. Yeah, 100%. I'm, I'm, I'm all for that. I think he hurt, helps the team more than he would hurt the team. So, yeah, you know, what, what are you doing at shortstop, though? Are you, are you gonna stick with uh, Luis Renifo, Tyler Wade, Brennan Davis type of thing? Or are you gonna go sign one of those big name shortstops? Or are you gonna try to find a trade partner? I think I think um, I think we've actually talked about this in the past, where I think I asked you some questions about Brennan Davis, and honestly, that's one guy that I'm really um, like excited to see what he does, especially you know come spring training. You know, hopefully we we get there um, because of this lockout, but. That's one guy that I'm really excited to see. Um, hopefully, he gets the opportunity because I know that there's, you know, they signed a plethora of guys. I don't, I, I don't think the Angels might go get another big shortstop, especially with how close they are to the luxury tax and um, just with Pujols' money, with Pujols' money off the con- off the payroll, and you know, a potential extension coming soon for Shohei Otani. I don't see the Angels dumping that much money onto a shortstop. So I'm pretty excited. and I would probably stick with the moves that Perry's made so far. And hopefully I hope to see Brendan Davis there starting. Yeah, no, I, I like, I like Dip Brendan Davis. Once I've got to see him in person, 
he plays up a lot more in person than I was able to see him on on TV. So I uh, I like Brendan Dave, especially being a SoCal kid. The swing's really interesting. He's fast. He's athletic. He's got the range to play shortstop, and he has a stupid good arm um, as well. And I know that somebody mentioned that you know he's had an injury before, but that arm is really really good. In fact, that might have been you that that mentioned that, but. Yeah, you know, I like the route that you've gone with all this. I think that the you've, you know, just by getting Kershaw in um, as the new Angels GM, of course, um, you know, I, I think that that's a fantastic move. And I, I think that Brennan Davis is super interesting. I, I don't know what he is at the major league level. Um, same guy, same thing as Mike Stefanik. Like, I don't know what Mike Stefanik is at the major league level, but they are going to be major leaguers to some degree. And I don't know what what that is. So I, I'm intrigued to see Brennan Davis and see what he does and see what he produces. Cause I think he hit 25 home runs last year in the minors, if not 30. And it was, that's a, um, that's pretty impressive for what he's done. Like the power has always been there. Um, the strikeouts have just been up a little bit. He has a little bit of a long swing, but like I said, I, I'm intrigued to see what he can do with major league pitching. So Christian, what, what's up? Just, just because you added a guest doesn't mean you get to add in your major leaguer comment. We talked about this. It's the worst comment out there. I know. I know, I know, I know. But I, I, I like to use that. I mean, you look at a guy who's drafted. You know, I think Brendan Davis was a... In, uh, no, Mark Appel was, was a success. He made the major leagues. He's major leaguer. Number one overall pick. He's a success. Okay, depends on where you're drafted, though, Nate. Like, uh, Mark Appel was not a success because he's a first-rounder. Like, first-rounders are expected to be major leaguers. When That's what I'm saying. So when you put a first-round guy as a major leaguer, I get pissed. Well, if you put a late first-round guy as a major leaguer, that's when it's a little bit different, I think. Because eh. you look at a guy like first Matt... You, you look at a guy like Taylor Ward, and he's been a success. Like, yes, he was a first-rounder, but, like, he is not a starter, and a lot of people knew this coming out of his draft that he wasn't going to be a starter. You know, he's a mid-first-round so, guy. It's a waste. You he, lost. It's he's a been bad a, pick. He's been a success. And he's still going to be a success because I like the position that they put him in right now. So, Christian, sorry to for us to start bickering, you know, like a, an old married couple. But um, last thing, I'm gonna, I want to put you on the spot here. And I want you to, you know, get, off, get anything off your back that you need to get off. If you need to complain like Angels fans do, go ahead and do that. If you, you know, your talking point now. I've asked you all the questions. What do you have? What would you like to talk about? Um, as much as I want to be positive, I feel like it's so hard. I think, you know, just being an Angels fan, I feel like we've, the past seven years, you know, since 2014 without being there, it's, you know, it's so frustrating, especially when um, the Angels have, you know, guys like Mike Trout, you know, Anthony Rendon and um, Shohei Otani. Um, but it's kind of hard, you know, it's, it's like, I feel like it's like a seesaw, you know, we have, one, we have good guys, but then something like last year happens where you have pretty much all your best guys um, injured for a majority of the season. So, And I feel like that's happened in quite a bit during the past seven years. But at the same time, too, um, I think one of that the big things is just, and I think Nate will probably might agree with me here, is about just not going out there and maybe signing some of these um, pitchers. And I think a lot of us, probably thought like, oh, now that Albert Pools is off, they're going to assign, you know, probably um, a big, big name free agent starting pitcher to um, a multi-year deal. And I mean, I think that's yet to be, that's yet to be seen. Same thing with next year. I think Upton's off um, the payroll, but 
I don't know. That that money might go to Shohei Otani or um, to to somebody else, maybe another position player. When I think just everybody knows, um, even people that aren't Angels fans know that they need starting pitching. So, kind of wanted to ask you guys if that's something maybe you guys think. What like if you think in the next two years or so, if they would go out and sign a starting pitcher like to a multi-year deal. I think it depends on who's out there. You know, like if Garrett Cole was still out there at the age he was, I'd say yes. If we continue to see guys like Max Scherzer who are 37 and, you know, going to get $40 million, I'd say no, you know. I think that Garrett, like, I think we say this a lot that, you know, these are the right players. Like Max Scherzer is the right player, but not at $43 million a year. You know, and Garrett Cole's the right player, but not at, you know, $35 million or whatever he got a year. Um, and that's that's tough to swallow. I mean, looking back at it, would I have liked the Angels to gone and gotten Garrett Cole? Absolutely. You know, you, you look at it, and I think, you know, that's that's a much more doable thing now. But I, um, I don't know. I think it just kind of depends on who's out there and if they're young enough, you know, because I am a big believer in, you know, you produce hitting, you know, from the lower levels. And now they're going out and they are – Drafting pitching, uh, Detmers, Bachman, Kachanowicz, those type of guys early, um, and we're seeing Kai Bush as well. I gotta throw that name out there because I think he's gonna be pretty fun and pretty good that a lot of people aren't talking about. But I think we're seeing that. I think we're gonna see maybe a shift in it. I think we might see them start, you know, paying for position players and try to produce pitching, um, which is an interesting thing because the Angels already have a lot of a lot of hitting. And we mentioned it, Shohei Otani, Mike Trout, um, Anthony Rendon, Joe Adele, Brandon Marsh. Like, you, you look at that, the Angels need to start producing those young hitters, you know, that are going to be coming up because uh, Trout and, and Rendon and Jared Walsh, who I forgot. Those guys are going to be getting a little bit older, and you look five, six years down the road, I... Um, I don't know. I'm 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 intrigued. I, I haven't looked at free agency over the you know next couple of years. Um, Pitching wise, it's not good. Yeah, the, the one guy that pops out in my head, and Nate, I apologize, I'm going to say his name, Trevor Bauer. You know, that would be the only guy before the incident, not now, but before the incident, that I would have been like, well, you know, like if he would have commit to a long term deal because he's young, younger, I I, I would debate about. Now, I, I don't know, you know, like, the next big name is going to be Jake DeGrom, correct? Probably? Somebody like uh, that? He, he has a buyout, or he has an opt-out. He's going to make 30 and a half if he opt-outs, yeah. or if he doesn't opt-out. So I don't think he's going to opt-out, especially knowing where the Mets are going to be and having a shot to win a World Series. So yeah. I think he'll stay. When you look at uh, pitchers for next year, it's Chris Bassett. He will be the... Second or third best pitcher. You'll have Noah Syndergaard, who could be the top pitcher, could be the second, third, could be bottom. Um, and then maybe the best arm available is it, it, it. Honestly, could be Chris Bassett, who's thirty-four years old. So, so yeah, you know, if that answers your question about going and getting pitching, I don't think the free agent market is going to be there. Just like we thought the didn't think the free agent market was there this year. Um, I know there was a lot of good quality guys, but there were a lot of question marks with it. So I um, I think that pitching is going to become harder and harder to find on the free agent market. Um, and 
people, why not draft it? You know, exactly that, exactly. And I think the Angels have, are turning at a good point. You know, I think that it's going to become tougher and tougher, and I think you're going to see a lot more injuries down the road. So, um, super interesting talking point there, Christian, and we appreciate you uh, you bringing it up. Anything else that you want to talk about? Maybe, uh, I know we like to do final, um, any final thoughts before we let everybody go? Do you have any final thoughts for uh, for the fans, Jacob? Or not Jacob, wow. Christian. <laughs> no problem. Yeah, and I, and I think, uh, I guess, um, to actually end kind of positively is, um, Kind of what I said, you know, we have the Angels have a lot of young guys, you know, um, like Canning, Sandoval, you know, Suarez and um, Detmers, you know, coming up. And that's the one good thing that I think the Angels have depth. And so I don't really think necessarily the Angels had to, you know, go get a lot of those guys that were out there like Steven Matz and, you know, all these other people because they kind of have those guys already in the system. So now it's just, you know, the part of staying healthy. So I think the Angels have a lot of those pieces and. I know um, a lot of Angels fans kind of question, like, oh, um, what would we get if we traded um, Adele or um, or Marsh? And I, I'm kind of not on that wagon because I think they kind of need those guys. They need that cost-controlled outfield so that way, you know, in the future, they can have that money to either, you know, extend a, an Otani or to, um, to plug in other holes like in the bullpen or on um, pitching. So I think the future definitely looks bright, but I think if they do add, like, you know, some – veterans um around this young core i think uh things should be good and as long as they stay healthy you know hopefully we can see the angels in october absolutely i i'm 100 with you on that one i think that i think that they have a very interesting group to build around and it's only going to get better with with time you know i think that there's a very young pitching core that they have together and I, I think it's going to be real fun and real interesting uh guys again we're going to be off until the new year here at talking halos so you know we'll be gearing up for a, for a, a blast of a 2022 and hopefully a playoff run by the angels christian thank you again for coming on taking the time to talk with us i uh, i know you listen to the podcast but again you know it's uh, it means a lot to me and nate and everybody at talking halos that you know first off people listen to our podcast um, and second off, that people take the time and come on and want to want to talk with us. So I, I really appreciate it. I know Nate really appreciates it as well. Um, so Christian, thanks again. And then tell us, tell everybody again where they can follow you. You know, put your put the name out there. No problem. Thanks again for having me, guys. And uh, yeah, if you want to follow me, I'm on Twitter at underscore twenty one bucks and Bucky Bucky twenty one. Two different accounts. Absolutely. Go give Christian a follow, guys. You can follow. Talking Halos at Talking Halos on Twitter. You can follow myself at Jared underscore Tims. You can follow Nate at NateGreen34. Guys, Merry Christmas. Happy, Have a happy new year and have a great rest of your day. <laughs>